Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Welcome everybody, Ears Up Podcast here, coming to you live on a Saturday morning. Which is very, very weird. Normally I would be, uh, you know, well, uh, not really. Like when I was like 10, man, I'd be watching cartoons right now, eating my third bowl of Fruity Pebbles. That a boy. But uh, I'm not. Now I'm 41 years old, sitting in an office <laughs> with my child asleep upstairs. Hey. And I don't know about that. Yeah, it's real weird. Living the dream. I guess. Dreaming the life. Dreaming the life. Yeah, that's really what it should be. You're dreaming the life. That means you're unhappy <laughs> and you want things to change. I want to be 11 years old again, eating free pebbles, watching cartoons. This man. is a good making for a song. This is like another. another it's a country track. song. It's another track off the Dad Rap album. Oh man! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Give me my bowl. It's gonna be Give me my s- extra large bowl of fruity pebbles. We could do a slow down version. Do like what the uh, what was it? It's all in my head. That uh, country rap. Nelly. I, that was homeboy. atrocious. I do what not know it? what you're talking about. It was yeah. Nelly and um, who was it? Not Dwight Yoakam. I don't who know. Was it? It was <laughs> Dwight some, Yoakam. It was some other country artist, and they did a uh, a country and rap crossover. Stop it. And we can do yeah. that. We can do that on the rap album. Well, it, we or, should just... Actually, we should rewrite the Ignition remix or something like that. The Ignition the remix <laughs> to the remix to Ignition? <laughs> oh, boy. This oh, is a that? song about daddies and cereal. It was Tim McGraw. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Same yeah, thing. That's gross, dude. <clears throat> that's a gross time. Why are you guys talking about gross stuff? <laughs> like country... Like Tim McGraw and Dwight... Dwight Chokem. Dwight Chokem. That's my rap name. Dwight, Dwight Chokem, Chokem, baby. Let's go. If I go, if Easy. I go country, Easy. Well, I'm a choke them. I'm a clog their airways with such good tunes. They can't even breathe. They have to leave the club. They'll be like, I can't. I can't even breathe in he's here. Still in the air. I it's like too it. good. Can I leave <laughs> <laughs> now? <laughs> Before Jeez. you even get on stage, man, it's early. Oh, I know. I'm tired, I'm dude. Too. I'm it's tired. Not that early. It feels like it. <laughs> it's it really early. Does. It's ten forty three, dude. So Taryn and I were watching TV last night, and uh, Alice has been, you know, struggling with times and stuff like that. She's been teething, she and it's whatever. Can't tell time. You no, and yeah. you know, no matter how many times I get the switch, oh, bro, she won't. She can't tell me the time. I know. I move the hands on the clock. She said, death, death, death. and I'm like, you know what? That's it. I ain't going to cut it. No, I ain't going to cut it, baby. Um, no, you know, so she's back on kind of like a more current schedule. So we ate dinner at like 8 o'clock, 
last night, which Ew, is great okay. for us. Really? No, oh, God. Yeah. No, it's great for us. No, yeah, well. Okay. It's been driving me crazy because we've been eating at like 9.30. Yeah, it's oh, been boy. annoying. So uh, we're watching TV last night mm-hmm. or whatever. Had a bottle of wine, right. kind of hanging out, watching right. movies or whatever we're doing. And then uh, we both fall asleep on the couch because that's what you do. Right. I fell asleep. I think that was my second nap on the couch. You, oh, know, yeah. you wake up, you're rested enough to start another episode of whatever we're watching, uh, True Detective, I think, which okay. is a real snooze. And uh, Obviously. <laughs> went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Woke up. I thought it was like one in the morning because uh, we have a clock downstairs and there was a thing, you know, blocking kind of the time, but I thought it was it was one in the morning. No, it was 11.13 when we went to bed. And it just, like, I, I thought it was so much later than it is. So, and we got up at seven. We got eight hours of sleep. Right. And here it is almost 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. I know. I'm dude. exhausted. I know. I've had two cup, two cups of coffee. I got a glass of tea right now. I know. I'm drinking my, my coffee. We went to um, three. We, well, we tried to stop at three different Literally coffee places. Three. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, what happened? What's, what's the name of that? Um, Dutch Brothers. Dutch Bros was crazy long line. So, like, all right, let's go <laughs> there to. There was, like. 12 people in line. And, and that coffee's not even very good. We were both like, there is, there that's a, no. that line is a solid half hour commitment. Yeah. yeah. And so we went over to Starbucks. Happen. And so Starbucks, we, we roll in, which also, by the way, so I understand a Dutch bros, for those of you who aren't in California, you don't know what we're talking about. So bros is short for brothers. brothers. It's yeah. like a, it's and it's a st- don't call it Dutch bros. That's what they call it. Come Dutch on, bros, bro. bro. But anyway, so <laughs> Dutch brothers, um, <laughs> it's, it's only drive through. And which is cool and it makes sense for them and they have like hip hop playing and whatever that's cool. Really? They do? Yeah, all the time. Oh yeah. Out oh, here. Oh, yeah. I've probably never out, been there. out here. Probably at the one out here. I mean yeah. honestly it's not it's always like top forty hip hop. Like it's songs that you're gonna know. Or like no, that's too bad. really like Evanescence will just be like blasting or like Evanescence. Like, I don't- Remember they had like songs oh, on wake the- me up or something. Yeah. yeah, song. Yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> so they'll have something like that playing, and they're super, super cool, super, you know, like, hey man, like everyone's stoned seems like, right? <laughs> so then we drive over <laughs> okay. to the Starbucks that's right by it because the line for Dutch Brothers was too long. And the Starbucks, I've never seen a, a Starbucks that did not have an inside before. It had a walk-up window and it had a drive-through, and that's it. And that's it. Which I've never seen before. Oh, so okay. we try to That's drive. We try to drive through there, and I'm like, "This is awesome. There's no one in line. This is fantastic." We get we get to the order menu. And I have, also, we should have like it should have been a red flag that like people in front of us are just flying through. Like literally, they're just like they're they're not even stopping. They didn't at the stop window. to get a drink. They're just no. stopping at the order. And <laughs> well, then you guys just tired. This, wow. this is the quintessential Wally World moment. Whereas, yeah. like, we'll be the first one out. Like, you don't realize that <laughs> if there's an empty parking lot, maybe something's going on. So we get there, no signage anywhere about what's going on. I have my drink order ready. I have my breakfast order. I have, still haven't eaten today, so I'm ready. I'm good to go. Oh, dude. And um, go sorry, but we're um, temporarily clo- temporarily closed until further notice. Until later. Well, until, until later, later today. today. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, huh? it is 10 a.m. on a Saturday. You suck. How? What Probably is have the credit card on? machines down or power or out or something, or something like that. I would have paid in. I have actual human cash. They could have kept the change. Wow, Just dude. give me fingers. coffee. And so, um, so then we went to another Starbucks, and that Starbucks line was longer than the Dutch because br- everybody went to that line. one. Yeah. <laughs> so we were we almost stopped at a gas station to get coffee. I like, was like, we can we just stop at, at Seven Eleven? Knew you were coming to a house, right? Yeah, I know, but I didn't know if you guys had coffee. I didn't know. Well, what you was didn't going ask. On. I know. <clears throat> I, didn't, I hate to impose. We also had 
like cereal. You could you could have copped a bowl of cereal, bro. I know it's all good. Well, and you're I'll coming here right. for work, so it's okay to be like, "Hey, do you have coffee?" No, I know. I, I <laughs> well, anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. Yeah, we're yes. here now. We're here, and, now. and uh, way to go. Uh, before we get to all the stuff we got to get to today, we are talking about Walt in World War One. Mm, it's a Terran yes. show. It is for all you Terran fans out there, and you know we kind of know the story a little bit about Walt and how he, you know, got into he couldn't fight in the in World War One, but he wanted to do something, so he drove an ambulance, and that's kind of all we really know. Did you just say World War One? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're right. I, the Korean War. Yeah, my brain just broke. <laughs> yeah. for some reason, like, Walt was knee deep in rice paddies in, in, in Vietnam. In World War II when he was 40. <laughs> I, mean, I can't I, go. Like, in my brain, he's not that old, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. All right. He's forever young. He's for- <laughs> forever young. He's forever cryogenically frozen. That's true. Freezing uh, works. So anyway, we're going to talk about that. we got some news to talk about. But before we do all of that, this episode is sponsored by Get Away Today, Disney's top wholesale partner. They'll help you plan your Disney vacation with the best dip- tips and secrets, all while making it affordable with their discount tickets, reduced hotel rates, and layaway plan. Head over to getawaytoday.com slash earsup and start planning your magical vacation. Tell them earsup sent you and use code earsup to save an extra $10 on your SoCal vacation package. Man, I tell you, especially with Star Wars Land coming. Yeah. Let them help you. Let them help you figure out when to go and all that kind of good stuff. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Any feedback on this show or just kind of anything if you want to complain about Dutch Brothers, uh, email Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Show suggestions. Go to Terrence, so you can say hi. Yo yo yo! <laughs> oh no, wow, that was like a last minute. I didn't Cut have one that prepared. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to Bev, if you I, want. I actually really apologize. <clears throat> if you want that, and you, yo yo yo! You can say what up. She's like, she's like a VJ in the early '90s on MTV. <laughs> yo yo yo! This Kennedy here oh, coming at you. Oh, I'm sorry. Coming at you. It's a new track from Public Enemy. I kind of liked it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, to broken. be honest with you, I thought it was Taryn. Do- like it sounded like something Taryn would do, and I was That's like, "Why true. is my wife? Oh, it's Bev. It's Bev. God it's bless. It's your other wife. <laughs> my wife. Uh, my wife. wife. Uh, my wife. Uh, she's soft skull. Oh my god! And you can send whatever else you want to me at earsupheadpodcast.com. You can uh, support this show. I don't know why you would. You can head over to etsy.com slash coveears, C-O-V-E-A-R-S. You can check out our coveers. You can also check out our t-shirts. we got a bunch of new t-shirts. Well, not new t-shirts. We have a bunch of t-shirts up. We have the uh, Illuminati show t-shirt that we're going to be doing. Uh, check this out. Uh, uh, March 28th. Yep, yep. Thursday night. We're actually going to do it. Uh, Taryn will not be here, Aww. but Bev and Terrence are not going to get sick. Nope. Nobody's going to poop themselves. <laughs> Nobody's going to vomit on themselves. <laughs> Nobody's going to do anything like that. It's just you guys are going to be here. We're we'll going to do here. this. I got a whole plan, dude. I got. A, <sighs> I got. I'm going to put on a robe. Oh like a hooded, ro- like a oh, candles. Yeah. Oh, Is it's going to initiation with this too, because I'm good. Yeah, we should have like candles. On I, all I'm, That's I'm, it's going to happen. I broke wow. It. Just leave it down. These things fall all the time. So I definitely still have my um, my graduation, um, whatever it's called, robe. robe? Yeah, <laughs> the you know the word we've said two times already. <laughs> it's a gown. I don't care. 
care. Well, I'm going to use my like uh, Harry Potter robe. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's you can use With mine. the deep hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, it's going to be it's going to be. Should we all amazing. do that? Because I can borrow Becca's. She has a Harry Potter robe. Oh, Actually, yeah. I have a robe with a hood. Wow. So you would admit to wearing women's clothes? Wow, Terrence. Don't judge me. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Me and Eisenhower, not Eisenhower. No, it was what's his name? Roosevelt. No, head of FBI. It was. Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I don't know where we went on that. We're, we're also doing a secret show uh, after this, and <laughs> yeah. we're uh, we're pretty much gearing up. Anyway, go to patreon.com slash ears up if you want to support this show. You can do it for two bucks a month, uh, but if you go five bucks a month and up, you get access to the secret show, which I just mentioned. You you have a, a backlog of all of them as well, so you can go through each one. We just talk about some news that we don't really cover here. We say some swears, possibly, and then we give a drink recipe. Yeah. So even if you just want the drink recipe, that's worth five bucks. Yes, you're supporting the show, and you're getting a drink recipe and some more content and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. But more importantly, spread the word. Tell people about us. That would be very much appreciated. You can check us out on the Google Play podcast app. That's kind of neat. And then you can go to our website. If you do any kind of internet shopping, we have an Amazon link on the homepage. It helps us out a little bit as well. Let me tell you, let me tell you about being tired for a second. <clears throat> Again, go back to tired for a second. So I got an email the other day from this radio show who wants me to be on, or somebody from, this, from our show to be on their show to talk about uh, planning, uh, how to plan for Disneyland, uh, logistics of planning for tickets, uh, hotels, what to expect finance-wise in general, quote-unquote. And they say, as well as activities to prioritize and what food to get, new attractions, and your favorite parts of Disneyland. That's very subjective. Well, well, okay. sure. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, that's what you listen to the show. We have right. opinions, and you're going right. to listen to them, and that's just what happens. But it's also it's very like broad. Yeah. It so is. if you know me at all, I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> that is not. I don't. I can't tell you right. what to uh, prioritize. Yeah, when's I don't the last know. time you planned a Disneyland trip uh, by we, yourself? We don't plan anymore. Just go. We just go and hang out. We used to plan a lot, but anyway. So I'm like, oh, that's really cool. It's the Lisa Valentine Clark Show on BYU Radio, which I don't know how they got a hold of me. Uh, <laughs> but apparently it's on uh, Sirius XM, channel 143, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's also on Dish Network, channel 980, iTunes Radio, and, of course, they they have an app. But um, apparently they have a few million listeners. Which that's is, sick. It's just kind of cool. So I'm reading this email. I'm going... Oh man, I'm really excited. This is going to be great. And they're asking for one or two of us. And I'm like, perfect. I'll reach out to my boy Terrence because <laughs> we can vibe on this. Yeah. Then, then she gives me two options for slots Wednesday, April 3rd, or Wednesday, April 10th, 5 20 in the morning. Ew. <laughs> no, morning that's not radio. even a word. <laughs> when you sent that to me, I was like, this. Fool is <laughs> out of his mind. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the show's from six to eight Mountain Time. Yeah. So already, it's by the time they're ending, I'm waking up. Right. And I'm like, I actually was pacing around. I was talking to my baby about it. She's like <laughs> eating, and I'm just like walking around the kitchen because that's what I do. I'm like, okay, well, if I do this, I'm going to be super exhausted. Mm-hmm. That's five, so I have to get up at like 4.45, yep. come down, make coffee, familiarize myself with my notes, and just kind of like get ready because you don't want morning voice when and you're Terrence doing this. And Terrence would have you know? to be here. 
broke. Well, to, yeah, and and so anyway, I called him and he just he just t- I left him a voicemail and he texted back, "Nah, son." <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know what this is in reference to because I called you like 12 hours ago. I have no idea what this means. <laughs> and then, and, Fair and the, enough. The meme of the kid that's just like. You know the slow blinking kid. Like, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, are you kidding me? Well, I but I did say in my voicemail, I you probably won't do this, but I have to offer it. No, I know, and I appreciate it's, it. It's it's a it sounds like a big audience. And I thought about I thought about this logistically. I was like, okay, so um, I have to be at work at six in the morning, mm-hmm. so I would have to either find a secluded area in my house to be able to record and speak at a normal volume at that early in the morning so I don't wake everyone up yeah. or drive out here. You would have to be out here. You and couldn't do fight for traffic the entire way yep. <laughs> to work at that time in the morning yep. to hopefully yep. be at work on time by 6 a.m. Well, no, because well, yeah, it's, no it's a 35-minute segment. You would just be at work late. Yeah, You just have to go in like an hour late. Nah, son. All right, well, so this is the things I do for the show. <laughs> I'm doing it. I told okay. her that I would do it. We appreciate it. This is what I do for our show. We appreciate is it. Is I get up at 4.45 in the morning and then hopefully go back to sleep. I don't think that's going to be possible. And then no. stay with a stupid kid all day. It's, she's not a stupid kid. She's No, she's she is a, a stupid kid. She's a kid. She's all kids are stupid. Just because she can't tell kid. time doesn't mean she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quadratic equation, we're working on that. Kid. She can't not even do <laughs> Pythagorean, the- Pythagorean theorem. I wonder sorry, why she's stupid. <laughs> why is she stupid? I said I wonder why she's stupid. I don't know. Ask her real dad. <laughs> oh my god! Are we going to start this show or no, what? No, uh, wow. yeah, we're going to start this show. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the Twenty First Amendment. Our good buddies over there have been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for nineteen years, from their initial brew pub on Second Street, just two blocks from Giant Stadium in San Francisco, to their production brewery and tap room across the bay in San Leandro. The Twenty First Amendment is now available in twenty nine states, including in and around the park. Next time you're in San Francisco, visit the brew pub in SF and their new tap room and brewery in San. Leandro for some great beers and good food and be sure to ask for the 21st Amendment wherever you find good craft beer. Okay, we did this. Um, one more thing before we start to get into to Taryn's uh, whatever she's doing. I got a call from uh, my friend the other day, our friend uh, Brian Cooper. Yes, Brian. Okay. Right? And he's like, hey, I want to pick your brain about uh, Disneyland for a second. I'm like, sure, man. I got nothing hey, to do. How's he sound again? Oh, uh, hey. Actually, he kind of sounds like, does, like dopey and like sleepy guy. He's like just <laughs> sleepy guy. Oh, man. Um, anyway, he's like, I'm going to go to the park and uh, haven't been for a while. Take the kid and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we're going to we're gonna stay at the Disneyland Hotel, but it's like $500 a night. And I'm like, Ew. and he's like talking to me. And that, that number is like rattling around in my brain and kind of yeah. just knocking around. And a couple of minutes later, I was like, whoa, hold on a second. When are you planning on going? Like, what time of the year? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, summer. Th- this <laughs> summer? June 6th, exactly. I'm like, bro. And, and you know, Star Wars <laughs> land opens like a week before, right? And he's like, yeah, that's kind of where we're going. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like the only thing that would make that better is if he was going on like a Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, right. <laughs> and basically, he's asking me what to expect. I'm like, I've, nobody knows. <laughs> That um, Star Wars Land completely throws any sort of crowd index out the window. The seventh I think. circle of hell. Right. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you know we're talking. And I'm like basically, and I'm just saying this story in case anybody else is thinking about going in that first month or so. Stay at the park. Well, stay at the park or stay at the the park hotels because then you get that reservation. Otherwise, don't yeah. even chance it. So I, I, you know, basically I landed on. It's going to be busy. No, it's going to be busy. Bring snacks. Bring water. Right. And 
understand it's going to be busy, but that trade-off is you're like one of the first million people to get into Star Wars land, and so that might be really cool. So it might be totally worth it. And also, don't think that you have all day to chill in Star Wars land, because it's like, what, a two- or three-hour uh, reservation that you have when you're in there as well. Right. Which is kind of lame, but... Yeah, I get that's, it. That's a ride. Well, and so well, if, they only have one ride. Oh. The other ride isn't yeah. open. But if the if if the total wait time plus the ride time, they're they're thinking is twenty eight minutes, half an hour is mm-hmm. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So that's and it. How long is the wait time going to be? Yeah. So I mean, are you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you have? Are they going to time gate you for that and just give you fast passes within the land for that to be like you here? You here's your reservation from one thirty to two is when you can come get in line, right? Because you need people in the shops and exploring other yes, stuff. You need yes. all that because if it were me and I only had two hours, I'm I'm ride, rinsing rides. and repeating that ride exactly. over and over and over again. Right. I don't care yeah. about shops. Shops yeah. will always be there. No, I mean, the always. ride will be there too, but I want yeah. That's what I want to do. I agree with you. So do they only let you in one time? It'll be very, very interesting. So there's a calendar, a crowd tracking calendar that I use when we're going. Like I always like to check. I don't know if it's true. I mean, it's it's usually pretty accurate and it mm. has like a ghost town. You know, it's it's going to be packed this day. It's going to be empty this day. It's never right. a ghost town, but whatever. Right, exactly. But I mean, well, like one time. It was actually totally right. But okay. that second week in, uh, or the first week in June, in, Ju- in June it yeah. just says forget about it. No. Just don't. Yeah, and I, and that's kind of what I told him. I was like, you know what? Unless you're the p- a pool guy, he goes, yeah, we're probably going to go back and, and you know hang out during them. I was like, okay, sure. Try it. Why not? Let me know how it is. So if he goes, we're going to get him on the show in June, and we can talk a little bit about uh, Star Wars Land and how that experience actually was. Because I don't know anybody else doing it. Brian is the worst planner, because that's grad night <laughs> week I was going to say, well. also, that's is grad it? night week. Bro. Well, that's that's bad planning on Disney's part, too. I mean, that's a lot. Or yeah. brilliant. That's an even... Are those grad... Well, you know what? Grad night kids, I wonder if they'll get into Star Wars Land. I doubt it. So... I don't know. I'm trying to... I, my nephew's going for grad night, and I'm trying to convince him that uh, Becca and I need to be his chaperone. Yeah. But I think that they said for grad night, they get DCA for grad night. Oh, oh yeah. I not, think you're right, actually. Yeah. I thought that that was like they get it overnight. It's not going to be overnight. It'll be like two or three in the morning kind of a thing. But it won't be yeah. like all I think you're right. Night. Yeah. So, but there's, they're also still. I just texted him. I'm like, they're <laughs> also still allowed because I, I unfortunately port. planned a trip during grad night, which was freaking brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, you know, there's a crowd index chart that you can use. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm. They're, they're I, right sometimes. That's what I use when I plan my trip. Yeah. I was meeting friends. I didn't. I was going regardless. So, I'm just saying they were. They are allowed, they're not only in the park during that particular time. They're in oh, the park no. all the time. All those people. Those small little <laughs> Sweaty, graduating smelly turds. teenagers. <laughs> it's worse than the, um, it's so the cheerleaders. Bad. Like when they have the cheer competitions. Yeah. Grad night is worse that was, because they're everywhere the entire time. Yeah. That was the time where we decided because we were only going for one day. We parked in the parking garage and it took us an hour to get into the parking garage to our spot. Oh, just gross. because bus after bus after bus after bus was going in just gross. full of people. Gross, gross, me. gross. Just shoot me right now, please. Yeah. Well, anyway, there you go. <clears throat> June 6th. <laughs> Don't go. Don't go. Uh, Taryn, do we have feedback today? We do. All right. Uh, the first one is from Rob. Hey, Ears Up cast members. First off, love the show. You guys rock. On the Garner Holt episode, Jason talked about how much he loves Sesame Street and how they are coming to SeaWorld. Well, you need to come to Philly. We have a theme I love park. Philly, baby. I do too, actually. Uh, we have a theme park there called, are you ready for it? Sesame Place. It's a lot of fun, and it sounds like they duplicated this in SeaWorld. Fun fact, they used to have three of them throughout the U.S., but 
the one in Philly was the only one to survive. So anytime you want to come to Philly, do not forget to stop in Sesame Place. Keep up the good work and churros for now. Man, I've been I've been in Philly a couple times. I had no idea that no. was even the case. No one ever yeah. told me about them, Johns. Probably would have been a little weird to go without a kid. He's <laughs> well, just a giant. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, next one is from Adam. Uh, ears up, crew. Hi, Bev. Hi. A few weeks ago, you did a show about saving money on Disneyland vacation. After seeing that tickets are on sale through mid-May, I decided to make a trip fit into our budget and go for my son's fourth birthday. Based on a recommendation from a friend, we booked an RV park about a mile away from the parks at the end of April. We'll stay in our trailer for about $500 for the whole week. Because my wife will be six months pregnant, we'll probably try the Anaheim Resort uh, Transit since it picks up at the RV park. I thought I'd like. I thought I'd share uh, these potential money-saving tips for those with an RV. Wish us luck. Uh, love the show and secret show. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Adam. And he's from Walnut Creek. He's a local guy. Nice, awesome. Thanks, Adam. But that's really a smart idea. I remember um, I had. I've never actually done it, but I've had family that have done the the RV Disneyland thing. Yeah. I walked past that RV park. It actually looks really nice, and they have security, which is also nice. Yeah, I'm wondering. But that seems expensive. I'm sorry, Adam. Five hundred for the whole week I'm for s- an RV park. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Adam. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Wait, hold on. on. Do you guys smell that? Like burning? Yeah. No. All right. Well, hold on. Something's like my computer's not. It smells. It like smells like electronic burning. Electrical burning. Do you smell that? No, I don't. My eyes are burning a little bit. Am I having a stroke, or are you guys like? Do you smell toast. I don't smell, it. I don't smell anything. I got a. Oh, gi- I smell it. I got a giant whiff of it. All right. Uh, let me go get my laptop. That's. People are enjoying this in the chat. Good. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> oh, enjoy my pain and suffering. <laughs> It's not even that old. No, it's not. It's not. Do you think maybe the fan gave out? I don't know, man. Possibly. Who, who can tell? But, like, I just started it up, and it was, like, a weird shaky. Give it give it a little bit, and then start it up, and then if it starts up without a fan coming on, then you probably just need to replace the fan. Okay. And more thing exercise, which... We're ready. That doesn't happen, but... If it were, if it were <laughs> to if happen... It did, yeah. Uh, we just finished feedback, I guess? Is that what happened? Terrence is going to respond to Adam's... All right. Yeah, so well, I'm, so... It sounds cool to to do that. I'm thinking about uh, thinking about it. So, um, if he's from this area and they're staying in a trailer down there, are they driving their trailer all the way down to LA? Yeah. Well, it's, not, it's, well, a, it's not an RV. It. No. <laughs> it's an RV. So they're driving their RV okay. from Walnut Creek to to Anaheim. Okay, I'm trying to think of how much that would cost for gas because that would be cool if it's that much cheaper. It's going to be two tanks of gas. Probably a little bit less. Oh, <laughs> Taryn's the RV expert. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think because we drive. We drive um, my mother-in-law's RV. We drive that up to camping. Um, to up camping. To camping. To camping. That's the name of a city in Northern California. <laughs> oh, that's sick, dude. Uh, we drive it up there, and it's it takes probably two and a half tanks of gas to get up there and back. But if it's going to be that much cheaper, then maybe next time we go to Disneyland, we'll just do that. We'll stay at the RV park. Yeah, I don't. I then mean, how do you get from the RV park to Disneyland? To the a, shuttle. There's, there's a, a shuttle that picks you up. Shuttle right outside of the RV park. But the shuttle probably costs money. It's like, it's the art shuttle. It's mm. cheap. I think it's like four bucks, right? The art? It would be interesting to really. Oh, Anaheim Rapid Transit. Oh, that's funny. 
Good job, Beth. I like that. That's funny. I actually always, I didn't realize it was Anaheim Rapid Transit. I just <laughs> thought it was called the Art Shuttle. They used to have one Fairfield. You paint on it. It was called Fairfield Area <laughs> Rapid Transit. It would be interesting Spartan. to really like to to make a spreadsheet and um, find out if it's actually cheaper. I think I will because I mean, if it is, then that's a great idea. Next time we go, we'll just take the motorhome down. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool to try it out, at least. Yeah. There you go. All right. Content for the show. There we are. All right, Taryn. Okay. You ready for this nonsense? I am. Let's go. This is uh, going to be part one of Walt and the Wars. Um, so we're going to just talk about World War One today. And so first, I want to take you through just a really, really, really short... History uh, of World War One. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> You're Archduke, correct. Archduke Francis V. Ferdinand. Yeah. So I didn't know. Released his third I, album. I, oh, and then... I didn't know anything about World War One. I. I really only knew about World War Two. So in order for me to grasp the whole concept of what Walt did in the war, I needed to know a little bit about the war. And I figured the kids probably out there might want to as well. Okay. So World War One began on June 28, 1914, when the heir to the throne of Austria and Hungary, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, and his pregnant wife were assassinated by a Bosnian revolutionary named Gavrilo Princip. Rude. He was a part of the uh, Serbian terrorist group called the Black Hand. Although this assassination triggered the start of the war, it was the differences over foreign policy between major world powers that contributed to the actual cause of the war. Americans stayed out of it for a long time, but eventually joined the fight on April 6, 1917, when a British passenger ship was sunk by a German submarine and there were 128 Americans on board who died. And then with pressure from the public and an added threat from the Germans that they would quote-unquote sink any ship that approached Britain, President Woodrow Wilson declared that America would enter the war and help restore peace to Europe. Nice. So that's how we got into this war and so we waited about three years we let things go on for three years before we joined we tend to do that yeah well conspiracy theories aside <laughs> yeah. some people think that they knew that was going to happen they pushed the boat through anyway just to be oh well now we have to join yeah. the war but anyways good synopsis so in 1917, when the U.S. entered World War I, Walt Disney was only 16 years old, but he already had a long history of U.S. patriotism. Even from a very young age, Walt had great admiration for Abraham Lincoln. In fifth grade, Walt decided to celebrate his hero by dressing up as Lincoln and reciting the Gettysburg Address in front of his class on Lincoln's birthday. Nerd. Hmm. Total nerd. I love it. He used items from around his house to create the costume, including his dad's derby hat, which he turned into a top hat using cardboard and shoe polish. His dad's church. That's a lot of shoe polish. <laughs> a lot of shoe polish. I, I imagine his dad wasn't too thrilled. Well, yeah, his dad had a history of not being um, too thrilled. Too thrilled about things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get to that some of that later. Yeah. He also took his dad's church deacon coat, and as the finishing touches, he added crepe hair to his chin and a mole to his cheek. The principal was so impressed with Walt's performance that he asked him to not only recite the address to, for the whole school, but to do this every year until Walt graduated primary school. <laughs> no. No. No, thank you. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. No, no, he did it. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Your boy wouldn't. Walt There's is no a way. dork, man. I love it. So in high school, Walt was also always doodling cartoons, and once World War I began, he began drawing political war cartoons for his high school magazine. During the summer of 1918, the American Americans' involvement in the war was in full effect, and Walt, having hated his freshman year of high school, even writing to his principal about how disgusted he was during his first year, 
was adamant about not returning to McKinley High School. Nobody has asked me to recite the Gettysburg <laughs> Address. <laughs> I'm disgusted with each and every single one of you. And their names are in alphabetical order. Anderson. <laughs> Seriously, I, I was trying to find like what his reasoning was that he was so disgusted that he wrote the principal. But I, I couldn't find anything substantial. But I, I was told there would be soda coming out of the water fountains by now and there would be no homework. It's such That's a why teenage I voted. thing. Yeah. That's why I voted. <laughs> so he was adamant about not returning to high school. And it was this motivation to leave high school, along with his burgeoning patriotism, that left Walt determined to join the, the military. Being only 16 at the time, he became increasingly frustrated that he was too young to enlist. Walt's brother joined the Army, uh, joined, I'm sorry, the Navy in 1917. And Walt is remembered saying he looked so swell in that sailor uniform, so I wanted to join him. Walt would send letters. And I'm you're cut right. that. Yeah, cut Are you that having out. a stroke? I, this screen is like so close to me. It's hard to like I'm having a hard time keeping like everything. So sorry. All right. Cut all that out. No, I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> okay. Scoot back. But then the microphone. And then hold I don't know. And look, I'm just trying to help. I know. You do okay. whatever you got to do to survive. All right. Uh Roy would send letters to Walt that Walt claimed were full of blowing bugles and patriotism. So Walt viewed the war as an adventure that he desperately wanted to be a part of. He tried to follow in his brother's footsteps and signed up for the Navy, but he was turned down due to his age. Meanwhile, Walt had a great friend named Russell Mass, who shared many of Walt's interests. Together, at the age of 16, they even put a down payment on a movie camera with the intention of making children's movies together. Russell and Walt also felt the same way about the war, but both boys were simply too young to enlist. The two friends tried to sign up for the Canadian Armed Forces. but Ru <laughs> Exactly. Jeez, they'll take anybody. <laughs> pretty pretty much. But Russell was rejected due to poor eyesight, and Walt didn't want to go without his friend, so they had to come up with a different plan. While working at the post office together during the summer of 1918, they did a little bit of research and found out about a volunteer group called the American Ambulance Corps, which was an offshoot of the Red Cross, which accepted younger recruits. Walt and Russell applied under fake names, calling themselves the St. John's Brothers. Bro. It, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the minimum age was still 17, and Walt and Russell were only 16 at the time, so they also amended their birthdays on the application to make themselves look older. Apparently they had to provide no proof. Well, aside from this forgery, they were also going to need their parents' signatures for the forms and passports. Regardless, but I suppose they figured that they'd deal with that part later. While waiting for the application process to be complete, Russell's mother caught him packing and immediately called Walt's mother, putting a quick stop to their sneaky plan. Walt confessed the whole plan to his mother. His parents weren't happy about his enthusiasm to go overseas, but he begged, saying, I don't want my grandchildren saying, why weren't you in the war? Were you a slacker? Walt was hoping to apply again, this time under his own name and with his parents' permission. Walt's dad, Elias, was still not happy about the idea of Walt leaving and refused to sign the form, claiming it would be like signing a death warrant. Can you imagine how, how I'm just like imagining the one lady calling Walt's mom and just like seeing her kid pack <clears throat> and then walking rapidly to the phone and just cranking that stupid thing <laughs> so she could pick it up and just like hitting her knuckle on the wall or something like, ow! Do you know what's happening to the? You know? <laughs> oh, and now I now I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Walt's dad refused to sign it, 
Walt's mom, Flora, on the other hand, who had watched as her three older sons snuck out to join the war, preferred to at least know where Walt was, and she agreed to sign the forms. Tripping. Elias. She was done being a mom, dude. Get (laughs) out of my house. (laughs) Elias, upset at this, stormed out saying, forge my name if you want, but I won't sign it. Permission granted. Which is actually, yeah, you can, if you say that, he's allowed to. Permission granted. So Flora forged his signature. After getting the signatures he needed, Walt changed his birthday to read 1900 instead of 1901, making him appear to be 17 and eligible to go. His mother did not know that he took this extra step. Both Walt and Russell. How did she not? I mean, did she? Because he did it after. Right. After she signed it, he took the papers, crossed it out. Right. This is. But doesn't she know that there's a li- the minimum age? I guess not. I guess she's yeah. a farmer she, or whatever. She, she had so know. many kids, she didn't even know how old this kid was. <laughs> Who are you? Sure, Paul, I'll sign this for you. He also did this on his passport, by the way. Yeah. All this stuff. Oh, this is ridiculous. He's crazy. Both Walt and Russell were accepted into the program and reported for training at Camp Scott, a temporary encampment near the University of Chicago. More like Camp Liar. (laughs) (laughs) For two weeks, mechanics from the Yellow Cab Company taught recruits how to repair motors, assemble and disassemble vehicles, and drive over rough terrain. Then the next two weeks were spent training on rough military drills. Unfortunately for Walt, a flu epidemic hit Chicago just at the end of this training, and Walt became so sick that they had that they sent him home to recover. And at this time, many people were admitted to the local hospitals, um, and those people were dying. And so they opted to send him home and let his mom take care of him instead. <laughs> it's a very interesting choice. Which would, in theory, spread the flu, as opposed to sending him to a place where a bunch of other people already had yeah, quarantine. the flu. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Interesting decision, but he didn't die. So, At some point, I guess it was he good. needs to be like, maybe the universe is saying I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, he doesn't. Right. Uh, so, by the time Walt recovered, his unit, along with his friend Russell, had left to go overseas without him. He was assigned to a new training camp in South Beach, Connecticut, where he actually became friends with a 15 year old, Ray Kroc. Anybody know who Ray Kroc is? The inventor uh, of the Crockpot. The guy that invented no. the Crocs. No. <laughs> He is, later became the founder of McDonald's. Oh, mm. wow. Delicious. Yeah. I was close with the crock pot. I mean, <laughs> you were in the food. <laughs> in the food area. <laughs> uh, so Ray was quoted as saying, Walt was, quote, a strange duck. Whenever we went into town to chase girls, he stayed in camp drawing pictures. <laughs> That's really uh, all reciting there is the about Gettysburg that. address. <laughs> <laughs> only gets you so many dates. <laughs> The only thing he packed was the top Look, hat. Fiona, here comes Abraham Loser. I'm going to go back to camp, draw pictures of what our date would have been like. So silly. Okay, so Walt wasn't at this training camp for very long, but as he waited his departure overseas on November 11th, 1918, the war ended. I've never seen a sicker looking bunch than we were. Everybody else was celebrating the end of the war. But all we knew was that we'd missed out on something big. The following day, however... Yeah, a mortar going into your frontal lobe, dude. <laughs> Come welcome. on. You're welcome, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the following day, however, the American Ambulance Corps decided to ship out 50 more men to aid in the occupation. Walt was number 50. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was shipped out on the SS Vobin to France in... The SS uh, Vomit? <laughs> Vobin. 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 <laughs> Uh, on November eighteenth, nineteen eighteen, he arrived in France on December fourth, one day before his seventeenth birthday. 
Damn. Wow. <laughs> All of crazy. this. And then he ended up getting there. Oh, that's funny. At 17. Yeah. So first, Walt was sent to a cold, wet chateau in St. Cyr. The conditions were very poor, and he had to wrap himself in newspapers before going to sleep, and he ate mostly pork and beans since all other available food was basically inedible. Later, he was moved to Hotel Regina near the Louvre, then to Evacuation Hospital Number 5 on the Longchamps race course, then to Nai, and finally to New Chateau, where he was assigned to a motor pool. I think newspapers back then were thicker because <laughs> that's like, you know, you see like cartoons from, from like the 30s and 20s and 40s or whatever, right. uh, like homeless people using newspapers. You never see that anymore. Now it's like, you know, Gore-Tex and mummy bags. But I don't know. I just feel, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, man. But I feel like uh, like newspapers were like thicker. Like I would never cover myself with a newspaper if I was cold. If, I had, right. if I had to, I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who is it going to keep me warm? I don't know. Do we still have newspapers? No. Still yeah. around? They must have been printed on like wool back then. <laughs> it's like par- on parchment paper or something. Yeah. 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 Oh, Here's Betty with the fashion of the day. The front page. <laughs> draped over her slim shoulders. Betty walks down. Draws the attention of all the boys. In town from the ambulance driving course. You are an idiot. 49 of them are here looking at Betty and her <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> it was just 49. <laughs> Are you done? Too bad there's not one more. Guys, I'm actually trying to hear what Taryn's saying. (laughs) So, if you remember, back to five minutes ago, he was in a new chateau Mm -hmm. uh, near France. Uh, Here he met Alice Howell, who was the caretaker of the canteen. She became a sort of surrogate mother to him. Mm -hmm. He spent most of his time chauffeuring army officers and dignitaries and became known as a top tour guide. He also helped... Even back then. I could see it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. He also helped by driving Alice around to surrounding troops and helping her deliver ice cream and other goodies to the soldiers. Alice was well acquainted with General Pershing, a well-known American war hero, and arranged for Walt to take Pershing's 10-year-old son on a tour of the birthplace of Joan of Arc. This was a high honor due to the general's status, and Walt always remembered Alice's kindness. Right. This there is also an Alice Howell who is a an actress in the nineteen twenties. I don't believe this is her. Okay. I tried to look it up. I'm pretty sure they're very different people. Just as an FYI, right. since the war had technically ended, Walt had quite a bit of spare time while overseas. So he picked up a couple of sidekicks. He earned a little extra money by helping another young soldier sell souvenirs. Now I want you guys to listen to this very carefully. The friend. La 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 la. <laughs> The friend would collect German helmets, then Walt would paint them to look like rare sniper helmets. Then the friend would make them look all banged up using quick-dry shellac and paint, and even went so far to shoot bullet holes in them and attach hair and dried blood. Wow, Walt was was doing antiquities fraud, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. And apparently they made a lot of money. Damn, boy. This dude is a straight liar, man. (laughs) Can't believe a word he says. No. But I mean, think about it. He's also, he's 17 years old. Like, he's... He's scamming, dude. He's scamming. Yeah. He's making money. No, it's not. It's not a regular. That's good stuff, right he's here. Not dead. <laughs> no, side yeah. not dead, for sure. Dude, so strange. But also, what was interesting is that he's making merchandise even at this age. Like it. It's just. It's so his personality, but just as a teenager. I wonder if any of these helmets exist. Still. Oh God. Like, I don't even know if you, if you would be able to tell if they were really yeah. the ones he helped with. Well, I mean, yeah, because he couldn't be the only one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But hey, 
If anyone Crazy. listening, if you got one of these in your family, You're you, rich. maybe, maybe. <laughs> Disappointed people, this thing is a fake. <laughs> it's probably worth more yeah. if you can yeah. prove yeah. it somehow, yeah. you know? At this point, yeah. yeah. So the rest of the time, he spent drawing cartoons for magazines, making posters for the soldier canteens, which was kind of like a social clubhouse, and caricatures for soldiers to send home. Hey, social clubs, dude, even back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He was also known for decorating the canvas top of his ambulance with a character he called Doughboy. <laughs> Terrence, you were on the oh. on his ambulance. Oh, burn. I know, but it was really funny. Sick burn. It actually was pretty funny. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so Walt spent a little less than a year overseas working with the Red Cross. While awaiting the ship home, Walt actually ran into Russell, and the two decided that they were going to each get a dog, no. And then when they got home, they'd build a raft and float across the Mississippi River like Huck Finn. Okay. Now remember, they're still teenagers. Goals. Right. I was going to say, I was thinking he was like 40 at this yeah, point, no. but no, he's still a kid. Still a kid. Okay. So soon after they devised this plan, Russell's ship left for home. Due to a dock strike in Marseille, Walt's ship didn't leave for another 23 days. The All rafting right. trip never happened. Russell got home and he focused on a girl. Yeah, well, that'll and happen. when <laughs> Walt and so w- when Walt realized that this wasn't going to happen, he decided to pursue a career in art. <laughs> I like how Russell went after a woman, and Walt's like, "Well, my first love has always been art." <laughs> so Walt got back to America on October 9th and was discharged the next day. So there's a rumor that Walt Disney was dishonorably discharged from the war for losing a truck. Huh, huh? I've never heard that before. That's crazy. It's a it's a it's a rumor, right. and so part of me hopes it's true. So, so yeah, kind of right. <laughs> he wasn't actually in the military, so he what he couldn't be honorably or dishonorably discharged. So yeah. he so was like relieved of service. Inherently, yeah. the whole thing is false. Right. But what happened to this truck? Right. right. Uh, so I think I, I thought it was best to just hear it in his own words. Okay. So this is uh this is Walt now. If you don't do a voice, I'm, just <laughs> gonna read it I'm not going to do a voice because I'll lose it halfway through. <laughs> it was in February. They sent me with a white truck. I was the driver and I had a helper. A white truck loaded with beans and sugar to the devastated area in Swasso. I went out of Paris and it started to snow. I got up partway and I burned out a bearing on the truck, close to a watchman's shed. So the orders were to never leave your truck. Sugar and beans were gold, so the helper was supposed to go and I'd stay with the truck. There's a little watchman's shed. And I sat with the watchman. I sat two nights and no help came. So the third day, I was so tired, so sleepy, that I left my truck and walked up to his, to this town and ordered a meal. Then I got a bed and I flopped onto this French bed and I slept clear around the clock. And when I went back and my truck was gone, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got a train into Paris. When I got into Paris, I found out the story. My helper got into Paris and went out the night before he reported to the headquarters. He got drunk and he was drunk for two days. <laughs> Then he finally reported, and he came to find me. I was gone, and he picked up the truck. So I was court-martialed. They brought me up before the board, and the greatest disgrace would be to get kicked out of the Red Cross, you know. Then this fellow that I had worked for, he came to my defense. He was almost like my attorney. He said, look, this boy sat there for two nights. He said, what happened to the helper? He said, have you court-martialed the helper? They said, yes, he was in the brig. <laughs> oh, nice. So they let me off. How can you be court-martialed if you're not in the military? Right. Or, or maybe you're you're contracted under the military to, to help, and so therefore you can be punished in that Possibly? regard? I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. That's the story. All right. So he was not dishonorably discharged, but he did lose a truck. <laughs> and did he, he, well, got, he got a little fired. 
Well, he like, yeah, he, he, didn't get he fired. lost it, but it was but no. the truck wasn't lost. He just didn't know where it was. Right. Yeah. They they let him off. They basically right, right. put the, it sounds like they put the blame on the helper. Yeah. Well, yeah, which they, they should. should have. Right. <laughs> so even as a teenager, Walt did whatever he needed to do to get himself where he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. His serving time in the Red Cross during World War 1 truly helped pave his path towards art and cartoons. And even at the ripe age of 17, Walt came home knowing what he wanted to do, and as we all know, he had the determination and the drive to achieve his goals. And that's Walt in World War 1. Nice. Very good. That's very good. I, I want to make some of those notes when we interview um, Kirsten from the Walt Disney Family Museum next month, I think, or yeah, May, maybe it is. No, the 12th, we're going there. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think we're interviewing her properly in May. I want to ask her about like the helmet thing and kind of mm. some of those. I think it'd be interesting to see if they even really totally know about it. Maybe they have one. Like, well, we have one in the uh, archives, but it's just weird to bring out. Yeah, I don't know if they have any of the stuff, but um, no, just I think it is true because uh, some of this information did come from them directly. So mm. I don't know if that's particular part, but um, yeah, it's a. Uh, there was a lot more information originally. This show was going to be just Walt in the World Wars because I thought, yeah. oh, he drove an ambulance and that's about it. But it turned out there was a lot more. So very his, good. Yeah, his life could have taken. So many different turns, depending yes. on that. Imagine if he actually got to raft the Mississippi with Russell. <laughs> we wouldn't have Disneyland at I this know, point. so weird. Good thing Russell That's, went and got a girlfriend. Right. Uh, got a boy, Russell. It's like, only took him 23 days, too. The weirdest thing. To have goal. a girlfriend? Because he came back, and, and Walt was only 23 days behind him. And right. within that time... Yeah, that's it, true. He changed his mind. He's well, like, I, I think by then, like women. Well, I'm sorry. I don't want to make this sound Easy. weird, but like I think <laughs> I think women were like waiting at the docks for soldiers to come home. Yeah, even oh, yeah. though he wasn't a soldier, but I I feel like it was a lot easier back then. You don't know what he could have stole someone's <laughs> uniform, Someone, you know, someone's girl, someone's girl, which happened a lot. You know what? You think about that age where uh, you meet a girl and you date for a month or two, or court, and then you're like married, and yeah. then that's it. But there's a lot of stories about. That kind of stuff not really happening. Even my grandma was like engaged to some dude mm-hmm. and met my grandfather, and within a month they were married. Like oh, they, just, wow. yeah, like that kind of stuff actually happened a lot. Or That's maybe crazy. my grandma just was I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fun, yeah, 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 fun, yeah. <laughs> fun lady. Let me. Uh, I gotta find all this stupid stuff because my computer. Th- I th- I think like now I think I have a headache. Because I think I'm having a stroke because I smelled the computer and like nobody else really did, and so now I'm just like focusing no, on that. No, when I went over there, I smelled it a little bit. You did? Not like, not as aggressively as you did, but I think you yeah. might have just smelled like the the pop or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't feel well anyway. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the ears up Disney news. <laughs> Disney news. This is kind of an older story. It's going to be really awkward yeah, to read because my computer's yeah. like literally to the right of me, like by my arm. Uh, this is an older story, but it's still pretty funny. Stolen Disneyland souvenirs worth $13,000 were found in a California traffic stop. Ha! <laughs> Loser. <laughs> right? A man caught... Uh, well, I can't read. Dude, I got to hold on. To like not this is, you guys. this is what happened to me. I was like, I can't do this. This is very awkward. Um, <laughs> I'm like holding my microphone now. A man caught illegally passing a school bus in Kern County, which is in California, uh, mm-hmm. obviously last week, got in uh, even more trouble following a search of his car. 
Which they, I know they're, they're. I've seen reports of people really cracking down on illegally passing a school bus. Like if the lights are flashing, don't yes. pass the school bus. Right. Yeah. And that's just well, it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Thanks, we, so we agree. <laughs> okay. <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> well, just don't do it, and then you won't get caught. Right. Right. Want to save this guy a lot of trouble. An officer. St- he would have made thirteen grand. Uh, an officer stopped the driver of a Nissan Sentra Friday in the Rosemond <laughs> area after he passed a school bus that had his red light flashing, uh, his red flashing stop sign extended. Even the, 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 the thing was out. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, officers with Highway Patrol's Mojave area wrote on Facebook Saturday, the man whom officers did not identify was driving with a suspended license. Bro. So already we got a genius on our hands. And a search of his car revealed $13,000 in stolen Disney merchandise. It's a lot. How much stuff did a he lot. have? <sighs> officers said on Twitter that drugs, quote, and other illegal items were also discovered in the Nissan. Uh, illegal paraphernalia. So, Wait. but like, what? Wouldn't you illegal paraphernalia? That could be like anything. It could be a pipe or a, or a yeah. yeah. But then just say drug paraphernalia. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a very weird phrasation. Maybe he had <clears throat> weapons. Well, so they uh, they posted a photo of all of the merchandise. I'm, I'm you guys can Googling Google it. it right now. Yeah, can you, I got it right buckets. on my computer. Uh, no, it's literally okay. all pins. Yeah, I know. It's the same. It's dude. all Disneyland. That's the only way it could pins. be. He's in Nissan Sentra. <laughs> <laughs> it's got tiny little objects. Well, I mean, really, it's it's only a hundred pins because those pins are very expensive. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's I joke. know, right? It's like <laughs> it's all pins. How do you get all? How do you steal yeah. thirteen grand pins. in pins? That's dude. why, like, maybe from like a loading dock at Company D or like oh inside do? job. What do you do? What do you do with, with that many pins? eBay? Yeah, eBay. eBay. Oh, I mean, I, but over the course of like what four <laughs> years? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, that's actually thinking about it. Yeah. It's probably not very, uh, probably not a bad idea. The pins cost between ten and fifteen dollars. So, how many pins did he have? If they cost, let's just say ten bucks. Ten bucks, thirteen hundred pins. Jeez. Yeah. And it was not clear where the pins were stolen from or whether they were taken all at once. But a Disney spokeswoman was looking into the alleged theft. What an idiot. Yeah. Dang, that's a lot of pins. It's a lot of pins, dude. <laughs> anyway, I like that story. It was pretty good. I was disappointed that they were like Disney pins because when I first read uh, the headline where it was like a man caught with $13,000 worth of merchandise, I'm like, oh, he has four like signs because everything right. is so expensive there. But <laughs> <clears throat> here's something stupid. Er. Stupider. Disney World guest who lost her boyfriend in Epcot for hours goes viral with plea for help. Oh I'm sorry. Gosh. What? <laughs> <laughs> this should have been a secret show one because I had something to say. Right this now. is millennials we, right here. You know what? It might. I actually might have put it in the secret show. But anyway, this I'll just is read my it now. Favorite. Uh, Brittany Blake and her boyfriend Gregory Turco, not Gregory. 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 Oh, my God. R-E-G-O-R-Y. Gregory. Gregory. Gregory Turco went to the park for a couple's, a couple's <laughs> Wait a vacation. I don't think I could ever date somebody named Gregory. Yeah. What's it, is his name so Reg or Riri? Oh, or? What's up, Riri? Riri? I like that. I could call him. Gregory? Call him Gory. <laughs> Gory. What's up, Gory? Wow. Gregory. I don't know. Gregory. Um, but while exploring <laughs> Epcot, they got separated, and Turco's cell phone ran out of battery. Oh, no. After not being able to find him for a few hours, Blake enlisted some help from the internet. She posted her, quote, hilarious cry for help in the Disneyland annual pass holders Facebook group, writing, weird post, but lost my boyfriend in Epcot today and haven't been able to find him for hours because his phone is dead. If anyone sees him, can they tell him to meet us at the Mexican Pavilion? 
P.S. I'm the one who's nervous here because I hate being alone. LMAO. He's probably off drinking. <laughs> yeah, because he's smarter than you. Like, first of all, okay, anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to, uh, according to ABC News, her post garnered more than 1,300 comments and 700 reactions in the first two hours. They included a photo of them from earlier in the day, uh, which Turco sported a red Hawaiian shirt. And so eventually, someone found this kid. Like a, like a hashtags and dumb stuff like that. <laughs> kind of love this. I love the internet. Someone with this found story. this adult. I hate this. Yeah. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> you know, Sam and I got separated once and my phone died. And you know what I did? I went on a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's stupid. He, the fact that she thinks he was off drinking, like, should be, should tell her, like, maybe yeah. Maybe Gregory's not a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's just the smart one. Uh, or that. Uh, nearly three hours after Blake posted about her lost boyfriend and near closing time in Epcot. So they've been separated for five hours in Epcot. Wow. <laughs> and she couldn't find him. Anyway, uh, I feel like, well, whatever. Uh, I feel like Blake, she was drunk. Blake announced that she had found her adult boyfriend in line for the Frozen ride. Now, people.com <laughs> people claps hard at Reggery because I think that is amazing. Oh, I, amazing. I want to give him a high five. Like someone took a picture of, of him. It was like, I think I found him. And it's like he's in. So my, my initial thought of this is it was totally fake. Right. Yeah. Because, because first of all, that guy is just riding rides, but I guess Bev said she would do the same thing. But if you get separated from your spouse, like I would never, I would never just go riding rides and continue what? drinking. Like apparently he continued in another article. She was like, oh, he just kept drinking and like had a good old time by himself. I would never <laughs> do that. I would. But but then if your phone dies, you I don't know, man. Do you have a meeting place? So here's what you're supposed to. You're My supposed plan. to, but we've never done that. My plan was. I had Abby with me. We were going to go on the ride that we were in Fantasyland to do. Yeah. And then I was going to go to customer service or whatever. And then I was going to use a real human phone. Like <laughs> like a big person's like phone? Like a big person phone. And yeah. just call him and be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Reggery. I'm here. Can you meet me Reggery. here, please? Jeez. Try to be a little more rigorous, Reggery. Hey, I also like had his wallet and stuff. Like I, I needed it. <laughs> S- saying his name all the time just sounds like I'm kind of deaf. Reggery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Reggery. <laughs> So somebody posted a picture of Stitch. And they're like, I didn't see him, but Stitch has the same shirt on. It's Stitch in a red Hawaiian shirt. Gregory also has puka shell necklace, so this oh. gives you a little bit of insight into his maturity. Level. Gregory was You know what this should have started with? He's, I'm out here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Girl loses Florida man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Girl loses boyfriend, gains independence, loses that promptly. <laughs> Florida man continues drinking after losing girlfriend in Disney right. World. Tours uh, froze, frozen. Frozen. Can you imagine being caught? <laughs> First of all, you got caught in line for Frozen, frozen. in the single rider line for Frozen, mm-hmm. an adult male. An adult male <laughs> named Gregory. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, God bless Gregory, dude. Uh, Lego debuts Steamboat Willie to celebrate Mickey's 90th anniversary. Yeah, that about, looks dope. Yeah, an all new Steamboat Willie uh, Lego set. To be released on April 1st, 2019, which is this year, in case you didn't know. And it's literally just a recreation, but it's in that chromatic black and white where the white isn't really white. It's like, yeah. what would you call it? Like almost an eggshell? Like egg yeah. It's uh, pretty adorable. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, potato. But like, it's detailed as heck. It's pretty good, dude. Uh, the boat's bridge has room for a minifigure and play inspiring nautical details such as the ship's wheel, life buoy, and buildable bell. 
On the deck, there's a working crane to lift the potato bin cargo aboard. And this unique toy building set comes with new for April 2019 Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse figurines. Whatever that means. There's a little parrot figure. How much would you pay for that? Probably. Ages 10 and up, 751 pieces. I'd pay 30 It's probably priced at 50 the the whole set. Oh no, I think it's more than that. Oh yeah, it's probably like two hundred like, bucks. I, w- I would. What? I'd say is it small? Well, I mean, I don't, well, it doesn't look huge. It's a. Set. I don't know what kind of friggin' question is that. It's um. <laughs> how, how many pieces? Is it? I, five I inches high. Uh, f- wait, yeah, five inches high, ten inches long, and five inches wide. Wait, that can't be right. It's small. It's tiny. Oh, it's I want to say it's seventy bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. That's all you got to say, baby. Eighty nine, ninety nine. I was close. That's insane. Seven hundred fifty one pieces. Yeah, five five inches high. Bev, you five inches high. That's about that, right? <laughs> yeah, sure, dude. Yeah, like this. Uh, that's very small, but I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. I love Terrence. Uh, there's been two separate lawsuits filed <laughs> over the People Mover at uh, Magic Kingdom. Apparently, it's collided with other cars and injured some folks. This article uh, starts out pretty funny, but then gets real boring. Uh, with a maximum speed of about seven miles an hour, <laughs> the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover in the Magic Kingdom is quite possibly the slowest Omnimover ride in all of Disney World, but still there have been injuries which has been led to subsequent lawsuits. A family from New Jersey had their ride vehicle come to a complete abrupt stop in the Dark Space Mountain portion of the ride, and then it was struck from behind by a trailing cart which caused the People Mover dangerous and a, uh, oh, the uh, lawsuit calls the People Mover, excuse me, dangerous and a quote, concealed trap. A concealed trap? Yes. Apparently, the People Mover is a concealed trap. It's widely known that this thing has killed people before. (laughs) So how concealed is it? Well, right. Also, is it a trap? No. A trap implies that it was built to catch people or catch things. Yeah, there's an intention with trap. Yeah, it's catching either a lawsuit or a key. Like one of the two. (laughs) Anyway, according to the family's attorney, the force of the impact did uh, did not fling them, I don't know what happened to me, uh, out of their vehicle, (laughs) but but still caused serious injuries, which ultimately led to two orthopedic surgeries. Wow. That cost more than one hundred and seventy-five human thousand dollars in medical bills. The family's trip to Walt Disney took place in June two thousand fifteen. Now you have to have some sort of pre-existing injury. Yes. A cart uh, coming up to you at seven miles an hour requires you to have that much money in two th- orthopedic surgeries. What is yeah. orthopedic foot or neck? Yeah. No, I think foot. Orth- orth- foot? Ortho. Ortho, ortho just is bone. Oh, well, what's an orthotic? Isn't the orthotic? Um Oh yeah, hypnotic dude. Let's go. Let's drink it. What's I up? just thought orthopedic was like your, was just your bones. I don't know. How are we like adult people and we don't know the word orthopedic? <laughs> anyway, and from the Greek orthos, that means just that. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Thanks, Taryn. It's the orthos area <laughs> of the body. <laughs> oh well. yes, man. I, I had to take that. I can get that taken out, replaced with my appendix. Uh, another guest was there on a on a girls trip in February 2017 and suffered injuries on the attraction caused by a ride vehicle collision. First of all, why do you need in the article to specify that it was a girls trip? I don't know. Can't you just say another guest was there? 
in February of 2017? Do you need to properly say the reasoning or the uh, the context in which they were there for? The tug on my heartstrings. Yeah, it, a girl's is. trip. Shut up. I don't know why that bothers me. Uh, the riot had just begun and then unexpectedly stopped about 100 yards from the station, said her Orlando attorney. The next tram slammed into her cart. The collision caused injury to her neck and shoulder, eventually requiring surgery to fix problems from a herniated disc. She probably already had a herniated disc. Yeah, for sure. I would, yeah, some sort of pre-existing neck injury, which you're not supposed to go on those dumb rides if you have. And can't you brace for this? Like, it's, it's, but it's also seven, it's miles, seven miles, an miles an hour. Like you could, it's, it's like the I've Aust- literally the run Austin into things. Power scene. That's what I was just thinking. No! no! You have like an hour to... <laughs> to brace yourself for the impact. Uh, orthopedic surgery references anything mus- musculoskeletal. Okay, your musculoskeletal so, system. Got it. According to court records, the injuries outlined in these lawsuits were never disclosed by Disney, who self-reports all serious injuries sustained in the parks involving 24 hours immediate hospitalization. <clears throat> Whatever that means. Disneyland is offering an Indiana Jones Adventure Q tour during the ride refurbishment. Which is kind of neat. Uh, is it? Uh, is a short refurbishment going on? I guess now. Yeah, but okay. Is it happening now? That sounds kind of cool. Currently, but only if like the fire is going. Let's see. <clears throat> Let me look. No, it it sounds actually probably one of the cooler things that they're doing at the park right now. Um. Well, no, it says there's a current wait time. Oh. So anyway, maybe it's gonna shut down soon. I don't know. Only if we had someone who works there to tell us these things um <laughs> well if it's still happening you can go on a impressive ride queue tour are you checking on that for me should i wait for you turn no no it's, okay. it's open it's open oh hell yeah then well i don't know what happens but anyway if it was open before if it's going to shut down who knows but the tours are from twelve thirty to five thirty, and then basically there's no reservation needed you just go up to the tour guide Okay. They're just hanging out in the front and then go, oh, I'm here. I want to take a tour. And then they take you around the queue and look at all the stuff. Okay. Which is dope. It is kind of cool because you don't really get to look at that normally. Yeah. I mean, this is from uh, March 20th. So I don't know. Whatever, dude. What day is it? 23rd? Eh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> apparently uh, they've added some uh, some maroglyphics okay. to the ride. Nice. Like, uh, <laughs> I think on the exit route. Because there's really nothing to look at on the exit route. No. But I think it's, uh, you know. That's a a little uh, insider information. (laughs) I don't know, whatever. Here's the big news, though. All three of Disneyland hotels sold out on the night before the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge grand opening. Shocking. All three hotels sold out. And I wonder how much they were. So expensive. Oh, they're so inflated, yeah. The View Club and Suite level rooms at the Disneyland Hotel and Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Disney's Paradise Pier are sold out for May 30th, the night before May 31st debut of Galaxy's Edge. Star Wars. Otherwise known as Star Wars Land, right. Um, You'll need a uh, reservation between May 31st and June 23rd, of course, and each registered guest staying there will receive one reservation. Disneyland has not yet released details on how the reservation system will work. The Paradise Pier Hotel is also completely booked for that night with rooms still of av- wait, with rooms still available at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, wait, what? Though the View Club and Suite level rooms. Okay. But then why is it saying literally right above that they say all three Disneyland hotels are sold out. Yeah. Then the next sentence they say the View Club and Suite level rooms are all sold out. 
<laughs> but then two paragraphs down, three paragraphs down, this is the uh, OCR, the or, or, uh, Orlando uh, Register. The Paradise Pier Hotel is also completely booked for the night with rooms still available at the Disneyland Hotel. What? It's you, probably the outside rooms, but I know you can't say it's it's You can't booked, say it's, it's all booked out, it's when when the, and then you were later on reporting the same dumb story that it's not sold out. <laughs> right. But anyway, the rooms are $651 per night at the Disneyland Hotel and the Grand Californian $821 a night. Yeah, I just looked at the Grand Californian Jeez. for when Brian's going, mm-hmm. and the standard room is $729 a night. It's cheaper. <laughs> the nightly hotel cost drops as you move further away from the grand opening date. The Paradise Pier Hotel has rooms available for $503 per night on June 1st. The lowest price available during the 24-day reservation period, that's right, because it, it's only a certain amount of time that they're doing the reses, appears to be $421, no, excuse me, $412 for a standard view room at the Paradise Pier Hotel. The Paradise Pier is literally a Marriott with Mickey lamps. Thank you. <laughs> it really is. Uh, that sounds terrible. <clears throat> I would never, ever pay that much money. <laughs> we stayed there one time. And we're only going to stay there one time. Oh, really? Like it was not. It wasn't worth it at all. Oh, no, 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 good. Not no. at all. That's too bad. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning into the show. Hope you had a good time. I sure did. I'm going to go get a CT scan for a stroke or whatever you got to do. Um, <clears throat> again, thanks a lot to GetawayToday.com for sponsoring today's episode. Whether you're traveling to Disneyland, Disney World, or beyond, head over to GetawayToday.com/earsup. That's the important part. You got to use the Earl, baby. You know what I'm trying to say. And then don't forget to ask for the 21st Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer, like DCA. All right, everybody, if you're listening live and you're a Patreon subscriber, hang on. We'll be back in about half an hour to do the secret show for March. Terrence got a drink coming up for us. Yep. It'll be a good time. And uh, if you're not, you should consider going over to patreon.com slash ears up, signing up. We actually got several new Patreon subscribers this month. I'm really excited about that. So, uh, you know, join the community over there. Hang out in the chat. Make a cocktail if you want. Do whatever you want. Until next time, though, we'll see you in the parks. 